Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Hi everyone, welcome to America Meditating Radio in collaboration with the next normal. I can't believe it's been years since we've been doing this. I'm ready for something new. And for me, what I mean by new, new inside of me, like I really want to become one of my best therapists for me. That means paying attention to my thoughts, my feelings, the words that I speak, the way I sit, the way my body language is sort of expressing what are these deep-rooted recordings in my spirit. I hope everyone's doing exceptionally okay. And if there's a storm that's come to teach you something, congratulations. You're on the path of growing and maybe it's paving a way for you to let go of something you don't need. I'm looking forward to our special guest today, Makil Kluck, who is a licensed therapist, expert, and international speaker on dreams. He has traveled the whole world, studying various cultures, their healing traditions, and dream practices. Akhil's new book is titled Dream Guidance, Connecting to the Soul Through Dream Incubation. He joins us to discuss dream incubation, an ancient practice that has been used by cultures throughout history, and provide practical information on how dreams can help us in all areas of our daily lives. Mikhail is also the founder of the online organization, Young Platform, and please welcome Mikhail Clerk to our show. Welcome. So nice to have you. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here, Sister Jenna. I've been looking forward to it. Okay, me too. So let's talk about you. What spurred your interest in studying and researching dreams? To tell you the truth, I love dreams. Half of them I can't remember anyway. But every time I get a dream, everyone, I get this feeling as if it's signaling something to me. Either something is coming or I missed something and it says, you need to pay attention to that. I mean, what was it that got you onto this particular path? Well, I love that you have that experience. And I think that uh, that applies for all of us, whether we know it or not. And for many years, I didn't know that there was something in us that spurs us, encourages us to become our best self or points out where we walk into limiting beliefs or defense mechanisms, wounds. And uh, in my early 20s, I discovered the works of Carl Jung that opened me up to the world of dream. And before that, I was stuck. I was in a one-way street. I hadn't dealt well with the grief and loss about the death of my father at the age of 10. So that had stacked up together with other not helpful patterns. In my early 20s, I was somewhat depressed, lack of purpose. And then the dream started to show me, hey, this is what you do that is very unhelpful pointed out things that didn't work well. And here are characters that embody future potential. And if you go that way and connect with it, you can get reconnected to the sense of soul and purpose. And so that spurred me on and I kept on hanging to the thread of dreams. Hmm. So from your research, 
and extensive experience. What are dreams? Why do we even have them? Well, it's a great question, and it touches upon at the, at the beginning of the end of this story. It is, it's a mystery. What we do see is that dreams appear to be a combination between our own mind and the larger mind, or our own awareness and the large awareness. And they co-create a world, a reality that we find ourselves in at night. And that reality reflects back the state of our soul or our mind. And at the same time, the larger awareness brings in uh, information that is new to us, and it's almost like it pre-configures the direction that we grow into. And that is what we know that uh, the experience of dreaming is. Mm, interesting. You know, I think everyone dreams, right? Right. Two, three hours a night. Wow. Why is it that sometimes, like I just don't remember, like I said earlier, I don't remember some of my dreams. Yeah. Why does that happen? And why is it that some dreams just, I wake up and I could write a book on them? Yeah. Usually uh, the dreams that are uh, deep emotional stay longer. Yet uh, what happens strangely or interestingly enough is when we go to bed and we fall asleep, our short-term memory stops working or goes offline. So we have two or three hours of experiences where we meet dream neighbors and dream crocodiles and dream countries. And yet uh, we wake up and we don't know about it anymore. For some reason... We have all kinds of experiences that we don't know. And only what we know is from the neuroscientific part is our short-term memory doesn't work. That is why we don't remember them. Hmm, interesting. I have to say, have you ever had those dreams where you felt like you were flying? I yes. mean, I love those. And <laughs> so many times I'm walking and I just so come on, you can do it. Just start flying. Just start flying. Yeah. And I don't get the same emotional feeling I get in the dream. But I've heard a lot of people have dreams of them flying. What is that connected to? Yes, it is indeed. Uh, in research, it showed that it's one of the 12 most common dream themes. And people fly in all kinds of different ways. Some people are in an airplane, but there are a lot of people just fly uh, like Superman or swim, fly. People fly in, in different ways. The best question we can ask ourselves in the morning is, what was the experience? And uh, then you don't really have to ask, what does it mean? But what did I experience? Oh, I was flying and I felt free. I felt joy. Oh, okay. Then somehow that was uh, coming into your life and you can connect with that sense of freedom and joy and even bring that into your day-to-day -day reality to feel a little bit more free. That is a little bit about uh, the flying dream. It goes to show that we all actually have that capacity to be free because it's creating yeah. one of the 12 most common dreams. There are 8 billion of us on the planet. That's huge that we desire freedom so intently. Carl Jung has been a really big influence on in your life. What's yes. been the connection between Jung's dreams and your work? Um, Jung wrote extensively about all kinds of subjects, uh, shadow work, synchronicity, archetypes. And one of the areas he wrote also a lot about is how in dreams it would portray the manifestation of your soul. And by reading that, I started to notice almost like a psychological x-ray, what is really going on inside of me that I cannot see myself. My blind spots are being revealed in the dream. And those blind spots often hang on to us until we deal with them or our childhood wounds or 
whatever problems we carry with us. And so Hume was really the first for me who opened up that door and showed, look, there's a psychological x-ray that's being delivered every night. And here are some ways that you can understand that. And so that broke open my somewhat limited worldview. And I saw, hey, there's a world behind the world. And there's a larger organism, a mystery at work at the heart of our own being and in the heart of the soul of the world that is uh, supportive and that wants our, to help and educate us. And uh, to have a sense that there's something larger that is uh, supportive was uh, at that moment and still really helpful to know that it is there. Yeah. Do you think if everyone investigated their dreams, we would have world peace? Well, that would be a big hope. But uh, I do think that if everyone would investigate their dreams, they would find that uh, they would come in touch with their wounds, yeah. uh, generate conflict, and they get in touch with uh, the innate gifts. We all come into the world with gifts, a bag of goodies that we're supposed to deliver to our uh, surrounding. And the more we, uh, each individual delivers their talent to their surrounding, the more we create a mosaic of contributions that create a better society. Well, that's why I asked, because you said, you know, the dreams can really take me to a place of healing myself. And the reason why there's so much conflict is that hurt people hurt people. Yeah. And so yeah. if I could only take the time to investigate more, what are the memories, what are the experiences that I'm carrying, maybe if I just took some time to heal them or put them in proper perspective, I won't have to give anyone that I love sorrow, especially our planet. And maybe that's your dream incubation. You've got this ancient practice of dream incubation, and I'm not very versed on what it is, and I would love if you could educate me more on what it is and how do we use it? It's a very ancient technique that comes back in almost any uh, spiritual and religious tradition in which people ask their dream for support and guidance by asking a question before they go to sleep. And then they have a dream that answers their question and then they can go further. And uh, this has come back in, in Islam, African shamanism, the oldest uh, Gilgamesh, seen it in the Hindu tradition and Tibetan uh, Buddhism. And uh, it's relatively simple. Create a good question, do a personal ritual in which you invite the mystery source to come in and help you through the dream come up with an answer, whether you want to know how can I be more loving to myself, what else can I eat that's good for my body, but also questions that have to do with how can I be better at my work or can I grow my business so that more people benefit from it. Questions that are relevant to your soul and your life path, it seems that something inside of us or outside of us likes to help and can do that through dreams. I'm going to try that tonight. I was just thinking of my question. (laughs) What would my question be? So is the mystery source, is that God or is it like avatars or angels? I would connect to my source of God, which is an energy of light and the supreme being, which I believe is the father and the mother of all souls. So tonight when I go to bed, I will ask my question to God, who I call Baba, and then I fall asleep. And then when I wake up, I get the answer or in the dream, I'll get the answer or both. It it could be both. And uh, that is indeed in a nutshell, the process. And it hinges on a couple of uh, elements. One is ask a great question. 
So ask something that's really irrelevant to you, whether it's a larger topic that you've been chewing on and couldn't figure out, or something that even if you ask yourself, what shall I ask? And then listen, and then see what your soul tells you. What is pressing? It needs to be a pressing issue. If you would ask, what did my neighbor have for dinner last night? Your dream is not interested. But if it's a soul question that is really in your heart, and then write it out. Because somehow, just like we forget the dream in the morning, we often forget the question in the evening or the exact phrasing. Because the dream answers the question. So you want to know, how can I solve this problem versus what is the cause of this problem? So Mm -hmm. write it out and make it a simple question. One question at a time, open-ended, that allows the mystery, God, the light, whatever name we give to the mystery, to come to you and give you uh, support. And I'm convinced, and all these traditions and my experience, convinced that it is willing to help. Yeah, very good. You know, when I look at uh, investigating dreams and trying to understand more who really am I and how do I truthfully show up in the world where when I take my last breath, I realize I didn't deceive myself. I didn't deceive my existence as to why I'm here. So when we're looking at dreams, do they help us in our day-to-day life? Do you have a method that you would suggest that could help us move along better? Yeah, I would make a claim that dreams are the most practical things we can do for our day-to-day life to work with our dreams. And that is because in the dream, there are energies, characters that either show where the problem is or almost like uh, the rose seed wants to become a rose, the human soul wants to flourish. And in the dream, it pre-configures the direction that the energy of life is going. So you can see, hey, this dream is flowing in this direction or this character shows up. Let me see if I can connect with that character. And then instead of asking in the morning, what does this mean? Which often requires some knowledge of symbols and structures. You can ask the question, what is happening? And what is happening is then you can say, oh, I am doing this, I'm driving in my car, I see uh, someone, uh, I see a tiger, I get scared, I back out. Hey, where in my life am I going along? Do I see something that's frightening me and I back out? Do I recognize that pattern? Because these patterns we usually can uh, can find. And sometimes it is uh, also possible just to draw the dream character, talk to the dream character, ask it, Maybe you met a dream crocodile and you think, gosh, today I need to confront my boss. See if the dream crocodile wants to walk with you into the office. And then you go together and you can feel the more assertive energy of the crocodile being with you. And so you, you start living a different life. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. There's so many mysteries out there, Mikhail, and I want to learn them all. I want to understand them. Not to feed my ego, but to feed the purpose of my existence. You know, there's just so much to understand and to feel and to sense and to live through. You know, our world is in quite a condition right now. I don't know if it was the pandemic or it's just what it is, but mental opportunity issues are on the all-time high. And people aren't feeling so good internally at a thought level. And I know you are a licensed 
licensed mental health practitioner. When you work with your clients, is DreamWork a very large part of your sessions? It depends a little bit. Most people know that I work in this way, and so they bring in a dream, or somehow I say, gosh, if you have a dream, feel free to bring it in. And they start noticing, oh, dreams can be a very helpful tool. Like you said, there's so many ways that you can connect with the mystery of life, give expression to your soul, and there's different ways to do that. But I think the majority in my practice brings in a dream from time to time, and then some bring in dreams every week because that works for them. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So could you provide us with like an example or two on how dreams have helped, let's say, an individual with a specific challenge, let's say maybe thoughts of suicide or a phobia of height. Can dream help that? Yes. The suicide is very complex. What you often uh, uh, can see is that uh, sometimes we'll give a suggestion of what might happen after you die. And it looks like uh, life goes on. And then it uh, portrays some sense of you might be at the other side and part of your problems will be gone. But another part of your problems that might have to be worked out continue to go with you. And so you can escape some of your problems, but not all. And suicide is very complex. It's not that it says you need to stay here or go there, but it shows more like this might happen after the end. And then you're a little bit more informed. It also often offers help. Maybe a a character shows up that uh, is uh, a coach that uh, is uh, positive and kind. And then how can you connect with that energy of positive, kind coach? Because that uh, you lack that of them probably in that moment in your life. You can sense the energy and feel the energy, talk to it. And you start noticing, hey, I'm not alone. And uh, there's something else and others in my psyche that are there. So that is the complexity there. And the fear of height, you could even use that method of dream incubation and tell the dream, dream, I've been afraid for heights for a long time. It's more than annoying. It hinders my life. Please dream, show me a way I can uh, deal better with this fear. And then you do your ritual and spend time on it because it's really important that you show a relationship to the mystery. And then you will have a dream that shows at least the first steps on your journey to deal in a more productive way with the anxiety. And so over either immediately or over time, your fear of height can disappear. Yeah, or decrease at least. Yeah. Um, I've often heard of this saying, and I've even felt it myself, whatever you resist persists. Right. And what I'm picking up from that is to have a relationship with whatever it is you're going through instead of either running from it or struggling with it. But tell yourself, what is it? Why is it that I think I need to be afraid of being so high up above you? I mean, what am I connecting to here? And so I love that notion of having a relationship with your fear where it just might be transformed into love. I know we're coming to a close of our time together, but I can't let you go until you tell me a little bit about your Jung platform that you founded. The Jung platform came actually in a dream. About a decade ago, I had a dream, and I will summarize it, but I was floating above the lake of Zurich, and I see Carl Jung's house, and to his house there is at the lake, and there's created a new platform, concrete square platform, in the water, attached to the yard and the dock. 
And uh, Jung and the platform disappear and a voice behind me says, now you have to draw it identical to how it was. And I think I can draw and I wake up. And first I uh, said to some people, let's create an, uh, a Jung society. And they were like, yes, let's do that. And so we built a local nonprofit that did, uh, to my own surprise, really well in terms of people being interested in these kinds of perspectives. And then I created an online organization, the Jung Platform, where we provide Jungian psychology, like shadow work, mm-hmm. synchronicity, but also African shamanism, Rumi, and any tradition that takes into account that there's another world and how we can relate to that world. And now... Uh, there's about 20 people working there. We have over 150 programs. We have wow. 150,000 people in 146 uh, countries in the world. And I think it's a great uh, example of uh, how the dream will provide an, uh, with a direction. Because I might, I probably wouldn't have come up with it. But the dream suggested do this. And it uh, gives me a tremendous sense of purpose to build these programs and provide uh, these perspectives uh, to people around the world. Uh, your numbers sound very impressive. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing and just trying to help our society become just a little bit better, if not a whole lot better. We thank you for that. Any last minute thoughts that you have in your heart that you'd like to share with our incredible family and fans? Well, I want to encourage people to dream incubation. Ask a question. You cannot do anything wrong. Experiment and especially learn it for yourself because nothing gives the real commitment or engagement as the direct experience. And so don't worry, you can't make a mistake. Uh, The mystery is not going to be upset. Ask, try, practice. And uh, whether you do it once uh, in your life or you have a tool that works multiple times or you do it more often, go, enjoy, have fun. And uh, I hope uh, they connect to their purpose a little bit more. And thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Can you please leave us with your website or contact information before I let you go? Yes, it is my uh, first and last name, which is a Dutch name, so it's a bit difficult. Machiel Klerk, M-A-C-H-I-E-L-K-L-E-R-K.com or go to Jung Platform, J-U-N-G Platform.com and both ways you are able to find me. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Machiel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Really appreciated having you on here today. Thank you, Sister Jenna. So been a delight and a pleasure. Same here, same here. So folks, you know, dream can lead you towards your own self-realization. And I think the more we can investigate what is that recording deep in the subconscious, what we call in Sanskrit, the sanskaras, you know, the experiences that we're carrying. Don't worry about the love, peace, happiness, and purity. That's in you. That's there. And thank God they don't get erased. But one of the profound and pressing things is that because they're there, if there's love, then if fear gets developed somewhere along the way, I can identify it. If there's peace in you and you happen to be getting angry, you can identify that. So that identifying it, you go, I don't want that. So the fact that our innate original qualities are recorded in us eternally, well, dreams can help us to get back there, to remind us of the integrity and the value the nobility, the worthiness of the soul, rather than what has been peaceless for you, what hasn't worked for you, who's hurt you, who betrayed you, who abandoned you. Got it. Pick. But what are those experiences and feelings that you're carrying? Maybe through dreams and the dream incubation, which I'm going to try tonight, just might give us some realization. 
Thanks so much for joining us today. And I'm hoping that at some point you'll get involved with my wonderful health supplements that I've been enjoying with the Viomi people. And if you go to americameditating.org and click on Viome, you will be joining myself and so many others, Deepak Chopra, Paris Hilton, Damon John, Dave Espy, and a host of others that really are looking at getting healthy, powerful, and clear so that our society can be better. So please go there and check it out. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission. And I'm suspecting that we're all here to love each other the same. So let's do that, no? Let's increase some more love for each other. Take good care of yourselves. Be well. And I'll see you again soon. Meditation. Intimate experiences with the divine through contemplative practices. My new book that is out on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and you can get it from Sacred Stories Publishing or on America Meditating Radio. The quieter you become, the more you're able to hear. One of my opening pages of this book. I have heard time and time again that when you go into the stories and the narratives of the 37 authors that are sharing with you their mystical experiences of the divine, something in you changes. It has already reached number one three times in mysticism category and the New Age category for new releases. I want you to get a copy for yourself and tell me what you feel as a result of closing that final page of this book. Meditation. Intimate experiences with the divine through contemplative practices. It's calling you. Can you hear it? Rice Alley Restaurant wishes you happy holidays. Located at 6838 Piedmont in Gainesville, Virginia. We're a family-owned restaurant and offer authentic Asian cuisine and sushi. Come Savor our delicacies made with love and enjoy the perfect ambiance. We look forward to seeing you there. I'm Sister Jenna. You've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.